the one of one is missing. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number two. Five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Football cards collecting and investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. All a part of the NoOffSeason.com network. Andy, we're chatting Brock Purdy. He is re freaking ridiculous he is the quarterback andy mr irrelevant that is carrying the football card community with this last rookie class so your initial thoughts not only on brock purdy but on all the product that is out there including some newly ripped flawless baby oh buddy I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy is booing the 2023 sealed product big time. I mean, he is the man right now. Uh, it looks like this 49ers team is poised to um, to definitely make a championship run. NFC, It's what's interesting is the two teams undefeated are the 49ers and the Eagles, both in the NFC. And then you look at the Lions are right there at 4-1 and one atop the NFC North, and they look like a force. If you go back to week one, they beat the Chiefs in the opening game. I mean, the Lions are looking fantastic as well. All these teams are incredible in the trenches. They have some very creative play callers as well. So you could you could account a lot of Brock Purdy's success to Kyle Shanahan, the, the supporting cast around him, and they did, for a large part, neutralize Micah Parsons uh, this past week. So uh, it, it, it's, it all goes together, right? I mean... It all goes together, but Brock Purdy at the end of the line is executing uh, at a very high level. I mean, he is doing his job as part of that system very well. And as Mr. Irrelevant, it's interesting because now I think his prices are getting up to where you got to compare him to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. You got to ask yourself if you're buying Brock Purdy now, do you think that his prices could continue to go up to that of Patrick Mahomes? So I went and did some digging on how many different rookie cards each of these guys have uh, to kind of try and paint a picture if that's even possible. If Brock Purdy runs the tables here with the 49ers this year, gets the MVP, goes to the championship, is it possible for him to get up to the rookie card values of Patrick Mahomes? So what what have you what have been your 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 biggest takeaways when when looking at the data? All right, so let me share my screen here because I utilize tcdb.com and I go and pull up Brock Purdy and I see that he's got 1,306 different rookie cards. Each one of those is going to have their own print run. Obviously, there's going to be some one-on-ones and stuff like that in there, some printing plates, but that's a total population of all the different football cards he's been printed in, 1,306. If we go back to 2017, you got Patrick Mahomes that has 1,754 different Ooh. rookie cards. Okay. And then you look at Josh Allen, and he's got 2,238 different rookie cards. So Purdy, although he's printed in 2022 product, and maybe the individual print runs are higher on some of the base cards like the base prism and mosaic yeah. that he was printed in, but the overall the overall quantity of variety for Brock Purdy is actually lower than that of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So from that standpoint, I'm already seeing 
the Brock Purdy based Donner's PSA 10 up to a new trend of $160. That's about the same as Josh Allen's 2018 rated rookie. But when you look at Patrick Mahomes, now all of a sudden, you know, you're looking at the uh, base optic PSA 10 for Mahomes at around a thousand. And his um, his base Donruss PSA 10 is about the same price because of the scarcity. Yeah, you see that trend at $880 for his base Donruss PSA 10. So <laughs> we, we've, we're also seeing a tremendous amount of Brock Purdy cards graded on a weekly basis right now. If you look at the PSA added column here in our Keepem Web app, you can see that Brock Purdy has actually been one of the highest guys graded added to the database every week. Like 535 cards for Brock Purdy added to the PSA database over the past seven days. That's not touching that of, Pat, of Trevor Lawrence at almost 2,000 in a week right now. But you've got to ask yourself, is that because more Brock Purdy raw cards are being purchased and yeah. stored in collections and that, you know, that supply of Brock Purdy raw cards is, is quickly vanishing because there's so much sold data on him. Yeah, so there's also going to be more people, Andy, now that Brock is playing well, that will want to rip more 2023 products. So that'll mean, obviously, more cards come out. And if you do pull a Brock, especially when you see that his PSA Donruss 10 is going for the same as Josh Allen, you're going to see Brock Purdy get submitted Maybe not at like a, like a like you said a Trevor Lawrence or a John ja Morant rate for those that uh, do the other sports as well, um, but yeah that is interesting. Um, Andy, can you do one thing uh, really quickly? Look up Kenny Pickett in the amount of rookie cards, and that can also tell us the disparity between him and Brock and how much that draft capital actually means. Uh, because obviously Kenny Pickett's not that great. Um, you know, obviously we can get into a debate about Matt Canada, Mike Tomlin, and all of that. But um, and, and Brock Purdy, of course, got the best coaching staff, best supporting cast in the NFL, both on offense and defense. Um, you know that that will tell us a little bit more on uh, the 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 pop count. But I, I'm a little shocked, Andy, that his overall rookie card numbers are actually lower than that of Mahomes and Allen. Yeah, so Kenny Pickett has got a total quantity, a variety of 6,620 different rookie cards, each with their wow. own print run. Yeah. Wow. So that's that, that you see how they blow it out of the water for first round quarterbacks. I mean, uh, Burrow's around 4,500. If you look at Trevor Lawrence, he's probably around 5,000, if I remember correctly. And then they did increase it. Uh, and that's part of the part of the way that Panini has increased their print run on these first round quarterbacks without actually increasing the print run. Right. They 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 release new inserts, new parallels, maybe a few per set per year. But when you add all that up over 55 different sets per year, you can see how just a few new inserts and parallels in each set will totally add up uh, to quite a few cards. And you can see that growth between first round quarterbacks year over year. Like even if you go back, I was looking at um, Jared Goff uh, yesterday, Carter, and his total rookie cards being the number one overall pick from 2016 is less than 2000. Okay. I can't remember the exact number, but it was, um, yeah, I got it. It's loading right now. 1,870 for Jared Goff. That is so interesting. So Brock has some scarcity to him. 
I I would not have expected that. That's why uh, you should listen to this each and every week and join Andy's Discord. Crazy. So uh, for those that don't know football cards, just think of this as simple supply and demand. Andy, I think if there was just a basic economics professor who knew nothing about football cards and you told him those numbers, they would be like, that is absolutely insane that one quarterback who's not as good as the other was in the same exact draft class. 6,000 cards compared to 1.5K cards. It's just absolutely freaking absurd. So now, Andy, we try our best to give actionable uh, advice. What would you do to the person that sees this thumbnail and they tune in and they're like, okay, I'll, I want to get my hands on some, 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 some Brock Purdy. Do you recommend it or, or what would you say to that person? Yeah, man, that that is really tough because you're either buying on the way up or you're definitely buying at a peak. When you um, when you see just like how the chart has gone up over the past you know year for Brock Purdy, just using his base prism as a primary example, um, it's you, you definitely have to compare it to Josh Allen at this point, and because Patrick Mahomes has a two Super Bowl rings, so that's just like totally different story. Uh, and, and Brock Purdy's got to get to the big game if, if you want it to go up. But I do think that it keeps going up, man. Whenever I compare him to Josh Allen, and, and obviously it's all contingent upon their performance and, you know, him staying healthy and everything else. So, uh, but when I do compare it to Josh Allen, like he's reached those prices, but we know that Josh Allen is actually at a, um, like a little bit of a, of a dip historically over the past couple of years. Like even just looking at the one year chart for Josh Allen, you can see that that cart was routinely, look at that, going into, and, and that's in November, October last year that Josh Allen was 350 for the base Donruss with a population now of 7,800. So you compare that to the Brock Purdy that still only has 886 base Donruss in circulation. You've got to be considering him as Josh Allen not not from a player to player comparison standpoint, but from a sports card to sports card comparison standpoint. And from that standpoint, I could see Brock Purdy's prices continue to rise as his market continues to dwindle for these um, for the for the the mid tier cards for the base cards because I'm now seeing like his base Donruss that's raw sell for around fifteen to twenty dollars on average. We know that Josh Allen's base Donruss Raw actually has around forty to fifty dollar average resale value because right. of the scarcity. So it's only a matter of time before the rest of these twenty twenty two cards for Brock Purdy kind of more or less disappear from the market. Uh, it's it's not only the fact he's Mister Irrelevant. Uh, he's playing as a a top five quarterback in the NFL in terms of all those advanced efficiency statistics like EPA and accuracy. Um, he's got. You know, so he's got this full system. The 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 fan base in San Francisco is huge. Uh, I could totally see Carter. Um, so that's that's why if somebody asks me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my flag and planet that his cards are gonna continue to go up. That's my prediction right now. Wow, 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 wow. So let, let me let me use a comparison here. Okay. Um let, let's use a, let's use a quarterback that played in the NFC West, was undersized. A guy that nobody truly believed early in his career, a guy that everyone believed was carried by a good defense, a Hall of Fame coach, and some great supporting cast, um, and a guy who had some kind of scarcity to his cards, and that's Russell Wilson. 
Okay. I, I just looked this up, you know, just right now. Uh, PSA 10 uh, tops refractor uh, going for 165. PSA 10 uh, just tops base chrome going for $54, uh, $39. So basically uh, a, a somewhat kind of compar- comparable card to a Donruss PSA 10, uh, Brock Purdy going for 160 you have to ask yourself this question. If you're, if you are buying Brock Purdy just to collect for the rest of eternity, um, do you believe he's going to have a better career than, than Russell Wilson, right? Someone, I think it's obviously Russ it's, it's way more athletic, but they're, they're somewhat similar, right? Um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I think, I think Brock's a very good quarterback. We saw him throw with a lot of anticipation and I do think this Sunday night game was a little bit different in that, Yes, all the 49ers supporting casts played really well, but that was the first game where everyone just kind of went like, okay, Brock might actually be very, very, very good. Um, Andy, I'm, I'm still I'm still holding off. I don't, I don't know what it is about, uh, about him. Uh, but then again, I was the one that was fading the 49ers before the season. Goodness, was I wrong? Huh? 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 Well, if you think about it, man, this is Brock's second year, so – you know, going back to the early 2000s when Tom Brady started to take off, you know, were, were people ready to go ahead and and crown him at that point? How many people out of the overall percentage of, let's just say, the hobby at that point uh, were ready to go ahead and go all in on Brady? You no know, way. yeah. And it's 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 tough because it's such a re, you, you you get your best sales based on reactions to actual performances and that can lead up into huge awards like Super Bowl champions and stuff MVP awards and so it's tough to you know kind of it's you we it's really hard to get all the way there man to to yeah. for everything to line up perfectly at the end of the season to then you know single game elimination to get there man that's tough. Uh, but the, the upside is definitely there. I mean, if they could just continue the path that they're on, you know, I, I don't see how we're not looking at a repeat of the 49ers Eagles championship game and who wins that game, man. And, and then you got to factor the lions in there. I would love yeah. to see the 49ers play the lions right now. Yeah. And you, you also got to factor in the bears and Vikings kidding. But uh, but but yeah, it, it's it's also interesting that you, that you bring up the Lions. One, one final thing about uh, uh, Brocktacular Purdy. As a college guy, I cannot state enough how mid he was to use a millennial term. I mean, n- n- none of this made sense to me. He was not a good quarterback. And once again, he was at Iowa State, so he didn't have the absolute best. Uh, supporting cast on the planet. Uh, obviously, Brees Hall was there, but y- you get the point. Um, and, uh, he, he wasn't. He wasn't this good. And I am such a Kyle Shanahan believer that I just can't say to myself that Brock Purdy is is something. Okay, call me a hater all, all you want. He is playing really well, but 49ers top ten offensive line. 49ers top three tight end. 49ers. Best running back in the NFL, 49ers, top five wide receiver core in the NFL, 49ers, uh, best linebacker core in the NFL, 49ers, all these different things. And I, 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 I just can't get there as him as a talent. But that's the thing, Andy, it doesn't matter. 
people like winners. And something else, Andy, about Brock is he does have a relatability factor to him, right? Um, he is Mr. Irrelevant. People like an underdog story. They 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 just do. Uh, and and he's got true haters like 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 myself to a certain degree. So yeah, it's it's very 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 interesting. Um, look, SS says he made Iowa State good. He's he's coming at me. You're blind and cannot judge football. SS, I highly recommend. You go look at Brock Purdy's interception versus TCU, and you tell me if you thought that this guy was going to be the leader in total EPA at this point in the in the season. So uh, he's 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 a good player. I, I, I'll get he's good. I'm not going to tell you that he's he's not good. I just I'm not ready to, to to crown him as a top ten quarterback in this league just yet. Yeah, I've got his touchdown to interception ratios pulled up for college, and he was um, he was 16, 16 touchdowns to seven ints in twenty eighteen, and in twenty nineteen he was twenty seven touchdowns to nine ints. Twenty twenty nineteen touchdowns to nine ints, and twenty twenty one nineteen touchdowns to eight ints. So um, he's definitely played a lot better now in the pros uh, for the 49ers than he has in college. Yeah. Once again, I, I when I watch him in college, I never thought he would be what he, he is now. Now, once again, I'm not saying that he's not good now under any stretch of the imagination. But I'll tell you this. You mentioned the Lions, okay? What I like about Detroit's situation, Andy, is they have built an amazing system around Jared Goff. They've got a top-five play caller in the NFL in Ben Johnson, Aiden Hutchinson looks so freaking good right now. He's been one of the best players in the NFL. And on top of that, Andy, the rest of the division is dookie water right now. Uh, Jordan Love stinks. He, he's not He's not really that good. Uh, the, the Vikings are tanking and the Bears are the Bears. So if you're a, if you're a Lions fan, man, it, it, buy Amon Ra. Buy these guys because they're going to be good for a while here. I agree. Uh, the Lions is definitely an ascending team that you can buy into various pieces. Like I take advantage of the little injury dips. Like right now it'd be on Gibbs. I am out on Jamison Williams. Like I've, I've decided that I'm not going to buy any more Jamison Williams, anything. Um, Cause I don't, I don't think he's ever going to outproduce even Josh Reynolds. He may never even outproduce Josh Reynolds. I'm starting to think that Jamison Williams is a bust. Uh, and and he's very much like a Kadarius Tony type player at Ooh, this point. That uh, out on Jamo already. No, I agree. I agree. I I have some Jamo cards I picked up in trades from the National. Uh, so I've I've got to get ready to move them. Um, I'm not really on fire about him either. I, I'm 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 just not. But man, I Jared Golf has a really good opportunity here. Uh, to, to 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 make a run, man, and man, I I'm interested. Let, let, let's see what his Prism PSA tens are going for in the, in the top left corner. Yeah, right now they're right around two hundred dollars, and the, the population is not very high on these. Only five hundred and thirteen of them actually have had a pretty low raw to PSA ten conversion rate, and uh, and but two hundred dollars at this point is going to be a little bit more than Dak. It's going to be a little bit more than Derrick Henry, you know. Uh, and so you see potential in his cards to go up. If they make a playoff run, 
100% his cards are going to go up in value because, yeah, they've gone up like 20% in some cases, like in this base dollars, but that was at, you know, a much lower um, average resale price to begin with. And you do see people now, uh, when, you, when you go and look on eBay and you look at Jared Goff's high-end sales from 2016, and you look at how many of those sales have happened in the past uh, week to two weeks versus in the past 90 days, you do see like significant transactions taking place every week, like pretty, pretty big time transactions. So, um, you, you know, you have to take that into consideration when you're looking at a guy's market that just doesn't have the transactional Ooh. data that some of these ultra modern guys have, whether it's Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, you know, Tua or Trevor, you know, Trevor it probably is one of the highest. So you look at Kenny Pickett, you know, um, so uh, what I do, Carter, is I'll come and do sold data, and then I'll type in October in my filter to get an idea of what his largest sold transactions. So look, one of his largest transactions in the past 90 days was this auction yesterday on a gold prism auto out of 10, PSA 10, closed for $5,900. But scroll up, scroll up. Look, look at, is that the same card that sold for 8 k right here? Yeah, it is the same exact oh, one. Yeah, it's the same exact uh, serial numbered card. Wow. So he sold in October and then sold the same one yesterday for 8K. Then that was a $3,000 increase. This one says sold August 23rd. So this one happened back in August before the oh, season okay. for 8600 oh, And this okay. one just happened yesterday for 5900 Oh, but, okay. Um, it's, it's tough to really take these as concrete evidence of how his market's moved because Probstein 123 doesn't have the best reputation. And yes, eBay's taking steps towards preventing ghost accounts, shill bidding, and, and just people bidding up auctions without actually having to pay for it. You know, uh, So it's tough for me to, to take this as, as the truth. And, and all, this has the same serial number from the same seller. So that kind of is weird to me, you know, and it's such a rare card that, um, I, I can't, I can't, uh, sit here and say that that's actually been a decrease or an increase. <laughs> right. And that's also just super rare. I mean, you're just never going to see that card again. Um, but yes, I, I mean, the lions and it is crazy how much fun it is, uh, to watch this team. Obviously, you know, a lot of people familiar with the, the hard knocks and, and all that stuff. They're just a really fun team to watch. And look, Jared Goff's played in a Super Bowl before. So, um, you know, he's got that playoff experience. And I'm interested to see if the Lions will make some noise. But, Andy, to me, I, I, I think, you know, we've talked about, you know, a young quarterback and Brock Purdy who's playing really well. The main story for me, Andy, is a lot of these first-year starters – have just looked really, really, really bad up to this point. And the thing that I hate about that is it discourages um, people that spend a lot of money on their cards going into the season. Yeah, if, if you spend a lot on Bryce, is that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, the only I mean, winless team left, Carolina Panthers. Um, the CJ Stroud market is is uh, still doing fantastic. I, I got yeah. to watch most of that game with him 
um, this past weekend against the Falcons in which Ritter actually threw the ball 37 times. Like, wow. I mean, he's technically a first year starting quarterback when you think about it. So um, he, he took a big step forward this past week, but they were forced to in that game script. I think they've kind of been planning that all week. Like, all right, this is the week we're going to throw the ball. We know it, or we're going to get steamrolled by the Texans for an aggressive offense. And, and I think that was the most difficult matchup I've seen CJ Stroud in all year. Uh, and he was close to making some things happen towards the end that would have maybe got them to win. Uh, but he put up a valiant effort. It was a very close game. I think I, I thought he still looked great. Um, I do see wins and losses being tied in a lot to the success of a quarterback and how well they end up, you know, being demanded and spike in value on eBay. Um, but um, I, yeah, and, and then obviously Anthony Richardson with that rough tackle to the ground sprained his shoulder injured for the second time already in his rookie season. Uh, so that's that's not a great start for him getting banged up like that, but that's definitely going to lead to maybe some uh, some dips on his value. And with that athletic explosiveness he's got, plus the sports card market differences with him actually having those licensed rookie cards compared to C.J. Stroud uh, is, I mean, that's that, that opens a, wind, a buying window um, for sure, Carter. Yeah, the the one guy I'm really sad he he went down this past weekend was was Achan. I I want to see Devon Achan become the next Chris Johnson so bad. Um, so yeah, I, I hated to see that. Uh, we have some people in the chat, Andy, that wants to uh, chat uh, some some Dolphins here. You know, it's it's interesting. For me, Andy, not necessarily how good they look, but how much fun they are to watch. I think people are are getting some Mike March greatest show on turf vibes here um, from watching them play. Uh, it is interesting, you know, with, with Tua running the show. Hey, uh, but they did get just get beat by the Buffalo Bills here last week <laughs> before coming home, and everybody's beat the Giants this year. To be fair, so. Um, and we, but they, the defense was dialed up. I mean, uh, Daniel Jones got destroyed so much so that he's now questionable with a neck injury. Um, a Chan or a chain, however you want to say it, it, um, he's been fantastic, but he's now going to miss multiple weeks with a knee injury. So once again, that running back volatility on full display, I could kind of see it. Like I love a Chan. Um, uh, and you know, you love a guy like Waddle, but those smaller frames at, at their speed, Man, they, they take some pretty violent collisions in the NFL, and it's just – I mean, it's easier for those guys to get hurt. So when they're in, they're fantastic, but they may miss a little bit more time um, over some of the other players. And um, it's – you know, it's fine. I, I What I see, Carter, is the sports cards becoming closer and closer correlated to best ball, where I'm just really looking for a spike week, you know, and I'm looking to time when I buy in. So in the offseason, that's why following those ADP – uh, movement up and down draft boards give you a real good indication of how players are being, you know, valued or, or perceived in in the uh, in the markets, and you can kind of correlate that over to sports cards and buy in for a spike week. Um, and if you can reverse engineer what the cards sell for on a spike week, and and you know what you want to buy them for, there you go. That's a, a great formula for success. And then Trevor doing Trevor things this past weekend 
was really good. I, I, I want Trevor Lawrence to do really well, Andy, just for the sake of, once again, it, it's good for the hobby if there is at least one elite rookie quarterback in every single class. So I'm rooting for Purdy. I'm rooting for Trevor um, because obviously, you know, the, the Jaguars start off slow. And man, Trevor, some of the throws he was making this past weekend were just so freaking good. And our guy, Calvin Ridley, man, making plays, the slot fade was just nasty. So loving, loving what I'm seeing from, from Trevor in a bounce back spot. So there you go. Now, um, Andy, before we get into hobby tip of the week, is there anything else that stood out to you from a football card uh, perspective? Uh, well, I mean, it's really looking at the 2023 mosaic and, um, uh, there was, I, I made an interesting revelation that there is 2023 mosaic uploaded on comc.com. And I was actually able to flip a couple of them because of how low they were posted at. So I don't know exactly where they came from or who got them up there. I don't remember the name of the seller or his process and getting them uploaded there that quick, but there are people following that. Uh, model of whether they're ripping it. Um, I can't imagine that it was from any type of singles because the prices were were set to the, the point of where I thought this was definitely from some kind of breaker um, or ripper of some kind, getting them uploaded to CMC super fast. And uh, they weren't really knowledgeable about what the sold data shows on eBay or being able to predict tomorrow's news in the NFL today. So that's just another prime example of being able to take advantage of the market and making some nice profit. Yeah, the thing that's really going to hurt 2023 Mosaic, Andy, is the design looks awful. Uh, I it, it's 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 garbage. I'm sorry. You don't like it? I I don't. I I just <laughs> I I don't know. I you, you guys can can slander me in the in the chat all you want. Well, you know, since how you were talking about the Jags, you made me think of Travis Etienne because, um, well, the one thing, the one real quick, the one thing I didn't like about Trevor Lawrence was fumbles he had in scoring. He had two fumbles in scoring territory. Uh, So I think that was kind of a a little bit of a black mark on his day because he did make some incredible passes. But then Travis Etienne smashed as well. He had one of his best days of his career um, against the Bills. And so I started looking up Travis Etienne uh, cards, and I came across one of those micro mosaics, Travis Etienne. You remember the okay. micro mosaics yeah, I was showing you yeah. last week you're not a fan of? Now, yes. I've, 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 they've grown on me for, for how much they're going for. Huh? 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 Have you seen the Travis Etienne one, though? No, I have not. I have not. I do okay. like the one, but I'm biased. I, I, I got I to gotta show this to you because it's it's hilarious. It looks like... He's. It looks like he's missing a bunch of teeth. Uh, this is the this is the worst uh, micro mosaic that I've ever seen. Well, that's really All saying right. something. Uh, I'm pull it up real quick. Yeah. So in the uh, while Andy pulls this up in the chat, make sure you don't spam the live chat, please. Just do Uh-oh. like one comment every like. 15 20 seconds because it makes it hard for people to get in if they want to get uh if they want to say something but uh but yeah mr t uh no one i'm definitely oh my god oh 
What the heck is that? I don't know what happened to Micro Mosaic because on the back of it, they show the little picture. And, and yeah, it looks like he's wearing a mouthpiece, maybe an Invisalign or a, um, what, a a T Money grill, maybe. Um, but not, I mean, they, they didn't translate that over the Micro Mosaic very good at all. I mean, it literally looks like he's got like one tooth up front and one, (laughs) I don't know what that is. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, yeah, that's nightmare fuel. If you ask me, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, you you don't want uh to to look at it. I guarantee it. Ah ah ah. Uh, let's go to Mr. T's question. Mr. T, one of our super diehards. Nobody buying Kyler Fields Jones on the low. So here's what's interesting about this Mr. T comment. He's actually trying to fool us here. And he's trying to see if we're going to commit to either talking about Mac Jones or Daniel Jones here. I see what you're doing, Mr. T. I see. So, um, so yeah, are any of these quarterbacks interesting uh, to you on, on, on the DL? Well, yes. Kyler athletic ability. Yeah. Prior metrics, his deep ball numbers before very good. Justin Fields. Yes. Athletic ability. They finally unlocked the the key last Thursday night against the Commanders. Uh, with their passing defense had been middle of the pack, they do have a high uh, pressure rate, um, and their, but their run game hasn't been great. And the uh, the Bears diced them up with DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore diced them up, um, and some of those passes from Fields were fantastic. I mean, they were right on the money too. It wasn't all just small short a dot stuff. Uh, so that was that was awesome. You could see the potential there. I think there's just so many coaching issues in Chicago. It's like some deep seated issues there, man. Um, yeah, and and Mac Jones? No, I mean I'm out of Mac Jones. I got a Mac Jones card. I'll, I'll sell it to you guys at 85 percent comps. I'm out. I think Bill Belichick's probably getting fired this year, man. I think he I think he's done. And uh, Daniel Jones, man, mm, one year mm. wonder, I guess. McCorkle is uh, cooked. I've always been anti-Mac, always. What would have been very interesting, in an alternate universe, I would have loved to have seen the 49ers do what they really wanted to do, which was draft Mac number three overall, just to see how you would have done in in that system. And that would have you know, helped us further discuss every quarterback that has ever played uh, for, for Shaney. So um, it's very, very, very interesting. Man, you point out such an interesting topic there. Like if Brock Purdy was on the Patriots and Mac Jones was on the 49ers, what would the card values look like right now? You know, because you, I kind of think they would be even higher if Brock played for the Patriots. That's the one team because they've been through the Tom Brady legacy dynasty that they would actually spend more because look at how max spiked in his rookie year based on risk cards that are now selling for $35 in PSA 10 condition. We're selling for like almost $3,500 $3, in Mac Jones rookie year when he was like the CJ Stroud is now, you know, those mosaic cards for CJ Stroud now selling for a hundred for him. And he's playing really good. Mac was, you know, Mac Mac was getting off to a hot start in his rookie year, 
And there were cars just as common as that that were selling for twice as much, sometimes crazy amounts more. Ryan says he's going to jump in on some Kyler. Shelton wants to talk Bailey Zappi. Okay. Uh, he Well, he's first got to play. Um, but, yeah, you know, if you've been racking up some, some Bailey Zappi and prediction that Mac would get benched, you're doing pretty good right now. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think this whole New England team is screwed, man. I think, I, I don't think this is going to go well at all, man. I don't think it's going to go well for Zappy. I don't think it's going to go well for Mac. Um, and I mean, look at, look at the completion percentage. Now he's getting, he's thrown in to like, you know, halfway through games and that's the second half of the games. But, you know, last week against New Orleans, 33% completion. The week before against Dallas, 44% completion. It's not it's not a huge sample size. The A dots are small. The completion percentages are small. The everything is small for the Patriots right now. They're not they're not doing good, man. They're not getting anything going. Let's go to cardboard heel here. Donovan McNabb. This, this is such an interesting set of quarterbacks. I'm just trying to understand your point here. Donovan McNabb, Dante Culpepper, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Cam Newton. Is anybody buying their cards? Don't get suckered in. I there are people buying and just to a smaller extent, right? I mean, I'm wow. looking at a lot of greats here on the screen that I guarantee you I could go and pull up each one of these guys and find sold data on, but it's going to be a lot lower than the active guys, the active guys that are at the top of their game right now. And that's because these guys aren't uh they don't have future event markers to really drive any type of price or demand spike in their cards, unless they throw like a massive birthday party and get Mike, Michael Rubin to sponsor it and bring Brady in and make a big deal about it. Right. I mean, it's all about relevancy, you know, and hyper relevancy. And that's why, um, you know, any card that I buy, that's not part of my PC, then it's getting listed back on eBay almost instantly and right. I'm looking for a desired profit margin. I'm not looking to hold that long term per se. You know, I'm constantly moving in and out of player stocks on a weekly, monthly basis, Carter, whenever I reach a desired profit margin per se. Not really looking to hold any of these quarterbacks that I buy right now, even Baker for long term. Yeah, I, I don't think it's like breaking news here, Cardboard Heel, that like all these guys who are very, very, very good quarterbacks. Now, obviously, to type in Dante Culpepper and then type in Eli Manning is is kind of wild uh, to, to to me because Eli still does have a lot of collectors out there. Now, stuff doesn't go as much as like Peyton stuff, but look, we we know like some of Joe Burrow's cards go for more than Peyton Manning's cards. It's all about if you're current, right? Um, but we're talking about today Brock Purdy because he is current. That's what people want to buy. You know, he's got a new product, you know, coming in and out. No, we've we made this point a thousand times, right? It's part of the reason why I'm holding off buying some of these um, Matthew Stafford cards that I really want. I I, I love him. And um, he's, he's just grown on me, but I'm going to wait till after his career is over because I want to have these cards in my collection forever. But you do make a good point, Cardboard Heel, in that if you are to buy some of these uh, later to your quarterbacks if you want them in your PC forever. Just wait till their careers are over if you really, really, really want them because they're just not playing 
anymore. So um, I, I totally, I totally get your point, but at the same time, um, there's a reason why current stuff goes for way more. Um, let's go to Perry, Perry collectibles. Patriots all line is the worst in the league and their receiver separation is the worst in the league. They're two best defenders out for a long time. They'll have a top five pick in the most money in the league, Andy. Yeah, so this is going to set up for a nice investment. I, I was thinking about this last night. Who do I buy in on the Patriots for next year? You know, um, you really have to dig deep. Now, are you, are you going to target like a, a Kevin Harris, uh, you know, super deep like running back? Maybe you buy Ramadre Stevenson because we know he's good and the offensive line gets better in the trenches. Uh, he seems like probably the best buy low on the team right now of a player that we know is good. Like we haven't really seen enough from Tyquan Thornton to know if he's really going to be good or not. We know Juju's a, sh- a situational guy, Devonte Parker, you know, he's a very streaky guy as well. So it's like, and then you have the veterans and Jasicki and Henry. It's like, I, if I'm really going to buy into somebody on that team, I think, I think the sweet spot for me is going to be Stevenson or maybe some, some more Tyquan Thornton. Uh, and th- I think that's about it on the offense right now. Yeah, I think it was Adam Levantan to to Derek's point here that they have nobody. They're so slow. Like the Jacoby Myers move was so stupid. That was the dumbest move of the offseason and every skill position move that Bill Belichick makes is awful. Every single one of them is awful. Um and for some reason Andy on on social media yesterday there was a big debate between the Belichick and the Brady conversation and people get it all wrong all the time. Um, Bill's a goat, but they do need to move on. There's a couple of guys I think uh, that, that are hall of fame level coaches. I think Tomlin is someone that's uh, the Steelers have to really answer uh, some, some questions about this off season. So it's uh, it's very interesting. Now we do get to hobby tip of the week andy will let you go first man all right man i'm excited to go first because coming in this week for hobby tip of the week is paul hickey from nooffseason.com thanks andy and carter i appreciate it i am paul hickey co-host of the sports card strategy show right here on the nooffseason.com sports card network and i'm excited to share my hobby tip of the week with you guys. So I am a big seven or 10 day auction guy on eBay. I know some of you are buy it now or best offer here on the football card quest, but I'm a big seven or 10 day auction guy because I like to pit people up against each other. And so I wanted to share my hobby tip of the week and it is don't be afraid to lower your opening bid when you're not getting bids on an item, even towards the end of your auction. So my recent example of this is a CJ Stroud SGC 10 2023 Panini, the national VIP exclusive. I got this at the national and I submitted it in a quick turnaround to SGC because I wanted to be first to the market with a CJ Stroud rookie. And guys, let me tell you, I had this thing listed in like three different 10-day auctions on eBay, and I had no bites. Few people had added it to their watch list, but no bites, no bids. 
I had to relist it like three separate times. And I'm thinking, why isn't this thing selling? It's CJ Stroud. He's playing very, very well early on in his NFL career. The reason why it wasn't selling is because I had my opening bid set to $29.99. Why? Because I really wanted at least $30 for this card. I essentially got it for free at the National as part of the VIP pack. And I paid $19 at SGC to get it graded. So essentially, if I get $30 for this card, I'm pretty happy. So I set the opening bid at $29.99. However, after the third time of relisting it, and having no bids on any of the auctions, I went ahead and lowered the opening bid to $9.99. As you can see, the item sold for $41.05 on 12 bids. So even though I lowered the bid, I got more for the item than I actually set out to get. And guys, I profited a whole $13 from this. Well, I know a $13 profit isn't huge. It's 13 more dollars profit than I had before. And I essentially turned this card into something when it was basically nothing for me. So CJ Stroud is off to the buyer. And I think we all win on this one. Guys, thank you so much for having me on the Football Card Quest. Keep up the great work. And don't forget to check out all of the rest of the great content here on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again soon. Oh, man. 99 cent. Let it ride, baby. I know you're more of a buy now guy, Andy. I I have made more sales at the 99 cent let it ride uh strategy. And part part of why I think it works, Andy, is because, well, people that are buying sports cards are are competitive people, right? They like sports. So some people are like, well, I'm gonna win this card. I'm not I'm not gonna lose this bid. And you get caught up in it. Andy, you you've had that rush, right? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I do it a little bit differently now, so I don't get uh, caught up in that, but you can 100% get caught up in a bidding war at the end, especially on a like if it's a micro mosaic Travis ETN right at the end. Oh, buddy! Oh man, um, my, my hobby tip of the week is is simple bowing you, baby. It's coming out, it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna, I think it's, I think this has a chance to be a legendary product with all the bowman you first coming out. Marvin Harrison Jr., Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter. Um, you know, Drake May is going to be in this product. I think, I think he's a Bowman first as well. Ryan Leonard's a Bowman first. And then, of course, Caleb Williams. All the LSU guys. A ton of Bama guys. I, I kind of want to buy a, a hobby box and just keep it sealed and and and, and put it up here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I know it's college uni stuff, but uh, – I'm excited. I'm excited, Ian. I am too, Carter. I definitely want to get access to this um, this product because, you know, what we see in the NFL, like in this time period, I mean, it takes a lot for you to really not get caught up in kind of that midseason lull. So I'm interested to see how many good singles come from this product that get put on eBay that then it makes it look like there's this uh, just massive uh, influx of supply where there's too much supply and and therefore the prices and some of these auctions just go totally swept under the rug, which means that guys like us who are going to grind through the auction listings to find those deals can really capitalize. Something else about college football, Andy, is the NFL is now hopefully I'm using this 
phrased correctly, is more of a zero-sum game, right? You're always playing against other people in the NFL. Where, like, in college football, schedules are so soft at the beginning of the season, so many of these guys get hype early in the season because they're playing, you know, North Dakota, east side of the Valley State University, right? Uh, so it, it, it is a little bit interesting knowing that these guys can put up some, some massive, massive, massive numbers uh, early on. Look, you should, look at you. Oh, there, there's a Drake May first right there. Go, go up right there, a little bit higher. There it is right there. 2023. Look at that. It's already listed. Look at that thing. Hmm. I would have 99 cent that. I haven't seen another one. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, this this numbered out of 150, I mean, it just de depends on the rest of the releases. But typically what we'll see is we'll see like a National Treasures Collegiate, Flawless Collegiate, that kind of stuff. But they're just, th those cards aren't very abundant. They're all serial numbered. Uh, typically like 99 to 199 or less so, and, you know flawless definitely less so yeah this is this is interesting at that price but obviously that that doesn't leave you with much upside but it's a pretty rare car to be interesting to see what his total market looks like here in the next month yeah especially now that this could be the first year that we really do see nfl teams publicly tank um and 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 teams have tanked in the past i'm not saying it's new it's just more discussed right it's the smart thing to do if you're an nfl team reset the qb rookie market and and you know the the patriots fans would rather drink may at this point than than mac jones we we do know that um derek says drake may is a first pick if he came out of the most recent draft ahead of young ar and cj Probably true. Pro probably true. So there you go. But yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that Bowman U. I'm, I'm a big Bowman U guy. Uh, but then again, I'm, I'm a college football guy. Love the college. I love college football. Work in college football, uh, and I love the NFL. So there you go. Jason brings up a sexy QB named Jackson Dart. Of the Ole Miss Rebels. He was actually in Bowman last year. I got some of his stuff back here. Um, very good quarterback. I, he could go pro if he wanted to. I do think he comes back, though. I, I really do. And I think going into next year, he's going to be a, at the top of quite a few Heisman boards. Uh, hell, he might win it this year if, if a few things go his way. But, um, but yeah, Andy, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm I'm super interested in this college market because I look at last year whenever Anthony Richardson really um, went up a ton throughout the draft process. Like you still had these, uh, obviously you you probably had higher. Um, well, obviously you did have higher pro resale prices on Bryce Young at the time, and then obviously the releases changed, and now he's is not as played as good as advertised in in the NFL for a variety of reasons, but. I mean, I, if you go back to this time last year, there's a lot of opportunities, guys buying that, that weren't household names, buying guys that weren't household names, but still going to be in the first round of the NFL draft, and they're making a lot of money. So, yeah.
uh, um, definitely will be typing in a lot of 2023 Bowman University Chrome over the next few weeks. All right, now it's time for play of the week. I'll go first. And it is uh, Jordan Addison. I think he's going to have some big games coming up as card guy. 20 um, points out. I, uh, I mean, the Vikings are going to have negative game scripts. There's going to be a few games where Addison goes off. It's just going to be by default, though. I mean, I don't think – think KJ Osborne's not that good. Um, obviously, it's a bummer for me because I'm, I'm a big Jefferson guy, and I have a lot of Jefferson stuff over here. Um, but, yes, I, I think – you're going to get some spike week. So if you already have some Jordan Addison stuff, uh, get it ready. You, you can you can buy it now. Set some buy now because I think he's going to have um, a, a few games where he'll go for like 120 in a tutty or maybe even more than that. Ooh, yeah, it's coming, Carter. Uh, it's a great play. Obviously, he's going up. Um, we'll see if we can really see the the uh, sold volume going up yet. It's not it's not really jumping up a whole lot yet. So you know, once again, the hobby's going to be reactive. Plus, the Vikings have a losing record. Uh, they got a lot of issues on the team. So th- w- once we get one of these Justin Jefferson games from Jordan Addison, yeah, there's going to be a big spike. Is it is it a plus EV move? I think it is, Carter. So I like to play. All right, let's let's hear it, Andy. All right, so my play right off the bat uh, is going to be Devonta Smith. You know, I like to target dips in production of guys that are great separators, good athletes on great teams that just haven't got the opportunity to swing their way. You know, it's only a matter of time before we get one of those monster Devonta Smith games. It's not like uh, he's not the same player he was last year. Um, it's just a matter of situational game script type of deployment and usage. And, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. But what I would target is auctions because of, you know, perceived abundance and supply only to flip those on a spike week and a buy it now when my listing is listed and ready to go, Carter. And so I, obviously I'm targeting a very specific kind of card for Devonta Smith. I want to try and pick up his rookie ticket autos around that 20 to $25 range. If I could do that, that leaves me with easy double to triple up upside to where I'm selling that card for anywhere between 40 and sometimes 70 or $80, depending on, you know, how big the performance is, how close we are to the playoffs and how many games he can string together at that, you know, top tier level. Um, And it's difficult with AJ Brown. Obviously Dallas Goddard had him a day this past week, but there's always those games where Nick Sirianni is going to scheme up Devonta Smith because of the defensive uh, coverage on on AJ Brown and just how the defense is playing. So, you know, uh, you just you just look for those spike weeks. You look for those guys that are having uh, kind of like a down period and um, and target them, and then look for the spike week. Slim Reaper, baby. That was one of my plays before his epic end of season playoff run. So smart to go back, man. I, I understand as an LSU guy, knowing that Devonta Smith is from Louisiana and he went to Alabama. I should hate him, but I love him. He's a really, really, really special talent. And you know, he's going to have big gains down the stretch here, especially with the Eagles in contention. Now, Andy, uh, I'm going to share my screen here. I don't know if, uh, let me see if I can, um, 
All right. So this is kind of a bummer here. Okay. You know, I, I love me some 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 Bowman U, okay? It's from our guy, uh, Gaby Cardstacks. Ugh, dude, this is not good, man. This Photoshop job is just not good on this. You oh, just, no. and And you could see the JSU logo on the ball. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm so bummed by this. Well, because- not, a, not a whole lot of people are going are gonna to notice that. But it you definitely have to because most most like serious hobbyists like guys out there in the audience most of you guys out there Carter and I were very detail oriented so stuff like that does bug us if it's JSU on the ball it's clearly photoshopped then we're gonna be devaluing that card so maybe just expect that whenever you're sniping like I want I want to try and get that now for twenty percent lower. <laughs> Why? Plus, he's kind of gone Why? through a little dip, right? I mean, he they, they ran into a buzzsaw against Oregon, just like you predicted. And and it's been a struggle, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, they had a crazy game versus a bad Arizona State team. But he's Shador freaking Sanders, man. Like, he's – it's he, we got some last name, you know, value here. He's a star. He, he's going to be a first-round pick or at least a top three-round pick. God, I, I there's no way I'm buying any now. No way, because you saw this, Andy. Like you, you, at the national, I had a bunch of. Um, I, I was trying to you know trade and move up. You know, one of these cards in my PC, this Peyton Manning auto. But the, the people that really want to build a Shador Sanders collection, some won't care. You're right about it because especially if it's brand new right now. But some will, because if you go to someone and sell it to them, like, oh, well, the JSU logo's on there. Uh, it looks Photoshopped. I, mm, this, is, this just hurts my soul, Andy. It really, really, really does. Uh, because, God, that this was going to be the chase card. I truly do believe it, outside of, of course, Drake May and, and, and Harrison and a few others. But, damn, dude, that hurts my soul. Hmm. Well, it's time to pivot, baby. It's time to pivot. If I were you, I'd be going all in on Malik Neighbors. Uh, I think, I think he, I think that's the play for college football cards. Mm. And as Hector points out, once again, it's all about the NFL. Okay, I, I will never, never, never. Um, I'm, I'm only going to do Bowman U chat at the end of these shows, but. Uh, but I don't know. I'm I'm gonna see how the rest of this product does, and then maybe I'll never talk about it again. So, uh, but yes, college cards for the quick flip, especially considering that I, I will say this: I'll take one of these for the fact that these cards, Andy, are out while their college careers are actually going on. So I I am actually going to buy some, rip it, and and see what I can see what i can do uh and like George, like jason po- points out the last name you know people might just want Shador sanders because he's you know the, the the biggest star in the sport right now so it's uh it's very interesting uh joel joel says he's on board with bowman U as as well so there you go now uh, we'll take a few more here at the end once again no offseason.com network we appreciate paul hickey hooking us up and uh, 
Yeah, Mr. T points out, did you notice who's atop of QBR so far this year? Uh, could it be Jaden freaking Daniels? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Nice. I still got one of these Onyx when he signed at JD5. He was at the National. Jaden, he didn't go to the actual national, but he did. Um, he did a he did an event with Onyx uh, there, and one of the guys at Onyx uh, hooked it up here. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, it's all it's all about the um, it's all about the quick flip. I see this comment here from Hector. Um, I like I like to take the quick flip approach to NFL and college. That's why I kind of put them in the same bucket now, and I look at it all as an opportunity to to capitalize on um, you know pre- predicting the future spikes of a player. And it's that's I think that's one of the most in, exciting components of it. So I, I a good habit that I've been trying to get into, and I'm still not great at it, is whenever I get my cards in from the mail and I record the mail day video. Then I go ahead and list those on eBay right then. Take the extra 30 minutes to have those listed so you don't get in a situation where you've got a bunch of cards that aren't listed, kind of stashed in your collection, and uh, then, then you're not playing the game. You're missing out on, on windows of opportunity of, of events, of spike events to sell those things. Uh, all right, so Jason says NIL will have the NCAA popular as or more than the NFL. Okay, this is coming from someone that works in the college football industry. That just simply will not happen. It it won't. It's it's market size. There's so many different things that go into it. I will say, though, there are some things that have yet to happen in college football that could make it go bigger, right? The video game's coming back. Um, you know, as college football becomes more modern and these conferences are, are coming together, you, you might get better fantasy college football opportunities out there if they're playing a more even base schedule or whatever. College DFS, uh, I think, will eventually get popular, all those things. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's why I'm bullish on, on Bowman U because it is – it is early, you know, the college cards have these licenses and so on and so on. So, um, there you go. Uh, but yeah, Andy, I, you, you, you can pick out these final few comments before we get out of here, man. I just hope, I just hope Panini gets to stay in the football game, dude. Uh, the more and more I see this, the, the, these things coming out from, uh, fanatics, just from tops and stuff, it's kind of scary. I don't know what all to believe out there. But certainly it's it's um, it's always seems to be like some kind of negative press about uh, about how they're like controlling the product that comes out from tops and how, you know, who which type which people get access to it, how they're limiting certain products. So I just hope that Panini gets to stay in the football game. Honestly, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be the best. Andy, you know, for me. I don't know about for you, but the heyday of cards were uh, for football cards was 0203 to about 2013, 2014, where you had Prism, Tops, Upper Deck. Man, Upper Deck had some go- oh, 
are just football cards from the 0304 uh era so uh there there you go I, i'm with you man yep we uh we appreciate you guys everybody out there watching if you're not subscribed by now i don't know what you're doing hit that subscribe button check out if you if you want access to our um our premium app that you guys saw us feature earlier in this video looking at that player hype and looking at those graded cards, sold values, and those PSA 10 hit rates, check out footballcardquest.com. Click that Go Premium button. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, we have our Hype Index, our Discord, all that kind of good stuff in there. And we are excited to help you fund your PC and, and just enjoy the hobby more. Let's go. Good to see Filthy in here. And I will be chatting in the Discord right now. So if you're watching live, come on over, and we'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Boom. Peace.